Thank you. I, uh, I'm menacingly <laughs> slapping a sap against my palm. <laughs> that seems way harsher. Can you Wendy's. buy saps places? That's like, where a, do you buy that? A wedgie, and you're going to blackjack the man. <laughs> Just go get a wedgie hook down, down in the 7-Eleven. Uh, Dan, sure. I have two questions for you. Okay. What, no! What is, Let me answer my question. Right. I, I would want to be in Supergirl because she's such a Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Callista Flockhart? No, no, she's not even on the show anymore. Oh, yeah, they moved. God. They moved it over How to the CW, you? and she's no longer on the no, show. She's not going to be not on even it. as a hologram. No, she's not going to be on a CW. The CW show. can't match her quote. The CW has a restraining order That's against right. Calista Flockhart. Yeah, is, because they were dating for a while, and she they broke. CW was like, "I'm sorry, this is not working for me." And she was like, if "I can't have you. No one can have you." And she started stalking people. She burned down One Tree Hill. And <laughs> and they had Are to get a restraining order. Now it's no Flockhart tree with Sean Young. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I would be a, a legend of tomorrow for sure. You'd okay. Be gr- I think you and Victor Garber would be great together. Oh, what if I played young Victor Garber? <laughs> I built a good ship for you, Rose. Or then you'd be in Godspell if you were playing young Victor Garber. <laughs> or the even younger baby Victor Garber. Victor All Garber. right. Well, once again, relies to me, John Hodgman, to bring this thing Back on track. This is the flop house. This is the flop house. It's a we, podcast. It's a podcast where we watch, where a, bad we watch movie, a bad movie and then we talk and about then we it. Talk about What's it. special about this episode, Dan? Well, one special thing is From we have Mister we have Mister John Hodgman with us. And why Hello. do we have that? Uh, because it's a bonus episode that we're doing. Let's go back to how 1941, perhaps the least liked movie in Steven Spielberg's career, not call, not counting Crystal Skull. What about Always? Yeah, Always is a pretty good... I feel like Always people say like, well, it's nice to see Audrey Hepburn at that point in her life. There's nothing about like that in 1941. You think... It doesn't well, feel good to see Robert Stack at this point in his life. No, that's a fair point. All right, anyway. But uh, John Hodgson, you referred to it as being part of, I guess, what helped you discover... Doing it. <laughs> so how old well, were you when this movie came out in 1979? Well, I was born in 1971. Dan, so can you turn the lights you... down? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Set the mood music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's my fucking bit. <laughs> uh, so I was born in 1971. The movie came out in 1979. You do the math. I was brought to it my, by my dad for reasons that I now severely questioned because as you know your dad would usually see a movie first to preview and make sure it was okay for you then take you to it so well like, it was you knew it was happening it was a pg movie and it was it was branded as a comedy and i and i feel like he might have been misled to some degree about the content of this film he might not have known had you seen the previous steven spielberg movies no. Yeah, you were given big. any indication of being a huge fan of that director. You were a big Sugarhead, <laughs> as Sugarland Express fans were known. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm Shug sure Knights. that I did not. I did not see Jaws. <laughs> I had not seen Jaws at that time. I may have seen Close Encounters. I know that I had seen. Annie Hall with my babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is technically not a Steven Spielberg movie, but it's hard to not know that it's not. No, but I, I remember. <laughs> but I know the kinds of movies I, you've seen. It was, it was a time. Because of the expertly timed chase scene Woody Allen goes on. Well, there's no, that part was... where Diane Keaton reached out her finger to Woody Allen and then she went back home to her home planet. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was a time. It was a time <laughs> when children were being brought to the movies because irresponsible adults wanted to take two hours out of their lives mm-hmm. and see... And and movies were made for grown-ups at that time. And there was that 
the kind of movie that fell into the no man's land between PG and R. Right. PG-13 rating did not exist yet. Exactly so. So it was like, Until well, what? Red Dawn? The Flamingo the- Kid. Until post, post-Grems and Temple of Dumbs. Okay. Uh, as some people would call Gremlins and Temple of Doom. <laughs> and they didn't like them. I like both of those movies. Uh-huh. Greater or lesser degree. Was Temple oh, of Doom wow. a PG-13 movie? It was not. That, but that, that was the one that, that and because that really Mola Ram pulled that heart out of that dude's chest. Yes, yeah. but we because, there were, because there were no boobs, they were like, this is good for yeah. kids. Was, okay. was Red Dawn the first I think Red PG-13? Dawn was the first Might have been the first PG-13. I thought, I thought it was uh, the Flamingo Kid with... Um, hmm. uh, they might have come out at the same time. I don't know. Well, in any case. There's no way to research it. We just don't have the technology. <laughs> there, was n- there was no amount of heart pulling out of chest <laughs> in Temple of Doom <laughs> That that scarred me and in t- and titillated me <laughs> as m- as much as uh, going to see nineteen forty one.